0: This is the Bible in You're Express, day four. Battles and Blessings. I've never forgotten a talk I heard over 30 years ago. The speaker started by saying that the Christian life is battle and, blessing, battle, and blessing, battle 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 and blessing. At the time I thought, why is it going on like this? Will it never end? But he was making a memorable and profound point. When we're in the battle, it's hard to believe that it will ever come to an end. When we're in a period of blessing, we sometimes expect it will go on forever. But life is not like that. There are battles and blessings. Pastor Rick Warren says that he used to think that Christian life was a succession of battles and blessings, whereas now he thinks of life as being on two tracks. At any given moment in life, there are usually blessings, but also battles to face. He gives the example of the huge blessing that came to him. After the publication of The Purpose Driven Life, which became the fastest selling Christian book of all time, it gave him enormous influence. But at the same time, he found out that his wife Kay had cancer. On one track of his life, there was great blessing. On the other track, there was a massive battle to face. From Proverbs 1 The Proverbs of Solomon, son of David, king of Israel, for gaining wisdom and instruction, let the wise listen and add to their learning, and let the discerning get guidance. Learn to steer through battles and blessings. The purpose of the book of Proverbs is stated right from the start. These are wise sayings written down so that we'll know how to live well and right. A manual for living, for learning what's right and just and fair. It provides practical wisdom for everyone, both the inexperienced and the experienced. These proverbs tell us how life usually works. They provide pragmatic and wise advice learned from a lifetime of experience. They help you attain wisdom and discipline, two vital aspects of life, which do not happen overnight. The purpose of the book is to enable you to steer your course rightly. Wisdom is the art of steering through the battles and blessings of life and living skillfully in whatever conditions you find yourself. Wisdom as Bible teacher Joyce Meyer says, is choosing to do now what you will be happy with later on. Wisdom starts with the fear of the Lord, which is the beginning of knowledge. The fear of the Lord can be translated reverence. It means to respect and honor the Lord as God. The most important lesson you can learn about life is to start with God. Lord, help me to learn the art of steering through the battles and blessings that lie ahead. New Testament from Matthew 4 Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. After fasting for forty days and forty nights, he was hungry. The tempter came to him and said, If you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become bread. Jesus answered, It is written, Human beings Learn how Jesus dealt with battles and blessings. Jesus' ministry begins with the blessing of the Holy Spirit at his baptism. But, as so often happens after great experiences of the Holy Spirit, battles immediately follow. Next, Jesus was taken into the wild by the Spirit for the test. The temptations start with the words, If you are the Son of God. The devil is tempting Jesus to presume on his identity and thus to test his father. Sometimes the devil comes to us and says, if you're a Christian, then you're better than others. Or if God forgives everything, it doesn't matter how you live. Respond by following Jesus' example. Jesus faced three powerful temptations. First, instant gratification economic. There are some things that provide instant gratification, but leave you feeling hollow afterwards. Jesus had prepared by fasting for 40 days and 40 nights. That left him, of course, in a state of extreme hunger, which the devil took advantage of in the first test. He says to Jesus, if you're the son of God, tell these stones to become bread. Jesus answers, it is written, people do not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Although bread is necessary, it's not enough on its own. Material things can never fully satisfy. There is a deeper spiritual hunger that can only be satisfied by every word that comes from the mouth of God. We need regular spiritual food, even more than regular physical food. Second, testing God, religious. Next, the devil puts before Jesus the challenge to throw himself off the highest point of the temple. This is a temptation for Jesus to take his father's loving protection for granted and to test it. The devil goaded Jesus by quoting Psalm 91, but it's a verse taken out of context. Jesus countered with a verse that is in context. Do not put the Lord your God to the test. Third, wrong means, political. The devil shows Jesus all the kingdoms of the world and offers them, if you bow down and worship me. This is the temptation to be dissatisfied with God himself and to embark on a program of unscrupulous manipulation. To achieve his ends by the wrong means. Jesus responds, Away from me, Satan. He backed his rebuke with a third quotation from Deuteronomy Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. To each temptation, Jesus responds with a verse from Deuteronomy chapter 6 to 8. Perhaps he'd been studying these chapters at that time. As you study the Bible, it reveals God's character and loving care for you and deepens your relationship with him. This protects you against the devil's lies and helps and equips you to resist temptation when it comes. At the end of these battles, Jesus enjoyed the blessing of angels who came and took care of Jesus' needs. The period of blessing did not last long. Jesus heard that John had been put in prison. It must have been devastating for Jesus to find out that his cousin had been in prison for his preaching. Jesus was not daunted. He began to preach the very message that had caused John's arrest. repent for the kingdom of heaven is near. He was fearless and courageous in the face of his battles. Life is not just a matter of defensively seeing off the attacks. There are also positive advances to make. Jesus was on a mission. He began to build his team for that mission, calling his first disciples. Jesus said to them, Come with me. I'll make a new kind of fisherman out of you. I'll show you how to catch men and women. They dropped their nets and followed. These were exciting times. The beginning of the ministry of Jesus was a period of great blessing. Lord, help me to follow the example of Jesus in battles and blessings. May I learn your word so I can respond to temptation and be courageous in proclaiming the message of Jesus. Old Testament from Genesis 7-9 to Only Noah was left, and those with him in the ark The waters flooded the earth for a hundred and fifty days. But God remembered Noah and all the wild animals and the livestock that were with him in the ark, and he sent a wind over the earth, and the waters receded. Then God blessed Noah and his sons, saying to them, Be fruitful and increase in number and fill the earth. I have set my rainbow in the clouds, and it will be the sign of the covenant between me and the earth. Learn how others have coped with battles and blessings. Christians should be positive people. We see in this passage that the blessings outweigh the battles. Of the four great themes that run through this passage and the entire Bible, only one is negative, the fall that leads to the battle. The other three are all about positive blessing. First, creation. Human beings are created in the image of God. There is a nobility and dignity about all human life. Every human being is of immense value. That is why taking another person's life has such serious consequences. Treat every human being with respect and dignity. Second, fall. Noah faced a major battle, the flood and the destruction of almost the entire human race. It rained for 40 days and 40 nights exactly the same period as the temptation of Jesus. God's judgment came because of the seriousness of sin. Every inclination of the human heart is evil from childhood. Third, redemption. Despite the battle of the flood, Noah enjoyed the blessing of God's love. Even though only Noah and those with him in the ark were left, through the lens of the New Testament, we see that the ark is a picture of being baptized into Christ. Those who were in the ark were safe. Those who are in Christ are safe. God blessed Noah and his sons. He said, prosper, reproduce, fill the earth. Fourth, glorification. God made a covenant with them. Every time you see a rainbow, it's a reminder of God's commitment to you, which led ultimately to the cross, the blood of the new covenant. It is an everlasting covenant into eternity. Lord, thank you that ultimately your blessings far outweigh the battles. Help me to remember that my light and momentary battles are achieving for me an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. Pepper adds, We see in Genesis 7-8 that Noah was quite old, 600 years old, when he began his life's work. It proves it is never too late for God to use you, however old you are. So don't disqualify yourself because of your age or for any other reason. Today might be the day to set out on a new vision.